0: And welcome everyone back to the Last Tavern on the Left podcast. Brought to you by the Villains Demand. I am your most gracious and aggravated DM, JBD.
1: I'm Kyle. I'm playing Nexel Greenleaf.
2: I, one uh, am I a wood elf monk? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Sean playing Calendar Human Paladin. <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm Joe. West- I play Caram uh, Fat Hill and uh, also Chaboka.
1: I'm Wesley. I'm playing Theodore Shieldbreaker, uh, Dwarf Fighter.
0: This is episode 19 of Where Death Dwells. Uh, To kind of break the kayfabe curtain, uh, obviously, we are now going to play over Skype, trying to use a little Roll20 because of quarantine. So um, any mess-ups in audio that you're probably used to with our podcast, uh, you're probably used to it by now. If you're new... We apologize ahead of time. I, I just wanna warn everybody, my
1: kid'll be home soon, so I don't know what you'll hear.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're all playing from home. We're not used to anything like this, so uh you gotta kinda gotta forgive us. Um Joe will, will probably be drunk within an hour. So, nah, he, nah. so thirty he, minutes. So you might hear him pee sometime during this game. Um, I don't know if you can hear Sean. He's already been talking. Uh, <laughs> and, he, and I know that's a common occurrence with our games that you might not hear Sean. Wait, who's all. Sean? Even when he's uh, got a headset. Oh, okay. Well no, well, no no no. Sean you can't hear. It's Caladir that's that messes up. <laughs> uh, Cons. I mean, look at his initiatives before he even rolled. Even with even with augmented digital rolling, he rolls terrible. So but um, as we last left off, um, you guys were had taken land to go to Firefinger. You have found out that Ask um, to Stormfang is actually this Were Panther. And uh, as you were rolling towards Firefinger through the jungles, um, you were trampled by what seemed to be a zombified Tyrannosaurus Rex, which tried to eat Kaladir, and then a swarm of undead followed it. I um, mean, you guys uh, took the uh, dinosaur down pretty fast, but the horde of undead was uh, much more difficult than you guys. And the uh, be- Stormfang, being the guide that she is and uh, dealing with the uh, perils of the jungle, decided that you guys should probably take shelter up in the trees for the night. Um it is storming still through the day. Uh, it's been stormy ever since you guys pulled up in the century Hawk. So, um who's going to take uh what order are you guys uh, watching out for throughout the night?
1: Let me get 4 hours and then I'll take the watch after that.
0: Okay, so who wants to take first watch? Uh
3: I thought it was I was going to take the first because it's going to get it's going to get dark. So All right. Yeah, that's that way fine. Boca and the, uh, uh, the Panther lady can do.
2: <clears throat> yeah. I think I was going to stay with uh, Karen. Stay up with Karen.
0: Oh, right. So you and Karen are on first watch, and then by then, uh, Nexel should be up. I got to remember names, man. But we're breaking kayfabe here. It's been like seven weeks since we've even played. Yeah, no shit. Uh, that's that's the glory of recording episodes through multiple sessions. Okay, so uh, Theodore, when are you going to take watch? You to take second watch, or
2: yeah, I'll take second watch.
0: All right. So, so me and Theodore. Yeah, and then uh, we'll Azteca and Boca will wind up getting up for the last watches. Um. So, Karum and Kaladir. Go ahead and roll me perceptions, and let's hope that lag does not delay them.
3: Okay. Let's, One,
0: two, three,
3: four, Ten. let's see. Perception nine. The fuck? There we
0: go. Nineteen. Eight, Nineteen. All right. Um. Even through the storm, uh, it's very hard to see or hear anything. Um, Karen, every now and then you think you might see something moving underneath the uh, the undergrowth in the jungle, like through the bushes and whatnot, uh, with your keen senses, but um, nothing seems to come your way, or even if it was there, you don't think it seems to notice you at all, but you do see some moving in the underbrush below, which
3: I'd probably assume would be local life, wildlife, or something,
0: yeah, yeah, even
3: small jungle cat or dinosaur.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. nothing uh, but it doesn't seem like it's even recognizes that Europe or the way it's just kind of moving through. It's almost like it's just passing through. But um your night is uneventful. Um your I should say your watch is uneventful. Uh, quick question. Um Are you guys just letting the rain hit you or are you taking like precaution to like try to set up some type of tarp or anything like that? I thought we
3: was under the trees. Are the leaves Which, not breaking the wind? Are they at the uh, rain it's storming,
0: so like it's it's a downpour right now,
3: I mean, I was hoping we'd have, like big leaf trees or something that's kind <laughs> well, of what
0: well they there there are, but that doesn't stop the rain from pouring down them though, like you're gonna like a pretty bad storm right now,
3: so the the tree canopy is not protecting us is what you're saying,
0: yes, pretty much that's how bad it's storming,
3: okay, yeah, uh yeah, I'll probably,
0: yeah, I think we got tarps, yeah, we'd probably put one up. So I'm I'm just I'm just curious because you're not all in the same tree. You're all in different trees, so Um, I'm dry under my tarp. I don't know about anybody else. All right. So (laughs) uh, let's go ahead and move on to second watch, which will be um, Nexel and Theodore. Go ahead and roll me perceptions. Oh, good. (laughs) Oh, this is great. Eleven. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. So, Wes, what is it? The computer says 25, but you said 11. I didn't say anything. That was Kyle said 11. Oh, I think a Kyle's 11. okay. Because Kyle's not, doesn't have his add on up there. That's what's kind of throwing me off. All right. So, um, you guys are sitting there throughout the night and, uh, the rain has started to slack up some. Your vision's not so obscured. Um, Theodore, you're sitting there and you notice there's something underneath the uh, underbrush moving. And uh, you see one and you're kind of watching it. And then you see maybe like 10, 15 feet out to the side. You see that there's something else like moving very fast through the underbrush. Like you're watching the bushes move. And uh, as you're kind of watching this, where you guys have left the dead, you'll see like one of these bodies get like pulled out through the underbrush. You'll see like a a lizard's head pop out and it'll pull the body and then you'll see like the other ones kind of come towards that area, like the bushes move. And then uh, all of a sudden they kind of scatter back out and uh, you can start to hear them eat and then it doesn't last long and they scatter back out.
1: So I assume they're probably like dinosaurs or.
0: Well, you don't even really know what a dinosaur is yeah like,
1: but, some type I mean, of animal. big lizard
0: yeah well they're not big your underbrush that you're looking at maybe like five feet high and you still can't see them oh okay yeah because remember the side that the t-rex and the uh horde had come through was all this big underbrush yeah that's right so whatever you see m- moving around there real fast is actually it's small enough to hide itself and move through it very fast um Karim, did you pass down to the second watch what you'd seen? Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, I told them about the stuff under the 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 little, you know, All whatever right. I think i seen. I wouldn't have had a detailed description that they just had, but yes.
0: Yeah, well, <clears throat> Karim had told you in what you're gathering, uh, Theodore, that whatever he seen was totally different. It didn't move as fast, and there was one of them. And this actually like it was looking for food and whatever it was, it pulled one of these like zombies into the brush and like the other two that you had seen kind of formed up on it and you could hear them ripping into it and it didn't last long. And then they left her where they were. And basically they did. They spread out like 10 feet from each other again and they take off the same speed that they came in on back into the jungle.
3: Yeah, I'll definitely let uh, everybody know about that.
0: So, um, are you signaling anything to uh Nixel about what you've seen? you trying to whisper to him or anything like that?
2: Yeah, I'll
1: try to let him know what I saw all
3: lizard face and head and the quickness of them
0: all right um, give me a um. I guess a deception, because you're trying to be quiet about it, I guess. Awesome. (laughs) He's he's real bad, and it's like, hey, hey. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. Uh, You don't really catch anything's attention with as quiet as what you're being. So, uh, Nixle, he kind of gets your attention, and uh, by the time he does, uh, you can see these things start to spread back out throughout the jungle, and you totally didn't even notice them. And there was three of them.
1: Um, And When they were spreading out, were they going
0: away from the camp or like what kind of what were they? um... They were going. They were going away from where you guys were, but they were going the direction that the T-Rex had came from. (laughs) He just told you that they came from that direction. Now they're going back that direction.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean. I'm not really I'm not going to venture off in the woods by myself. Or in the forest, and the—I mean, I'll just keep an eye out. Like I'll be hyper cautious of any movement and stuff like that. Now,
0: all right, um, we'll go ahead and move on to um, the last watch. I'll pass. I'll pass that down.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll pass the.
0: All right, so we're going to Boca and Azteca. Um, Nexel, are you staying up with them?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm done sleep sleeping.
0: And Theodore, are you going back to sleep? Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll go ahead and move on to your third watch. Um, go ahead and roll me perceptions. So uh Joe, I'm gonna need one for Boca.
3: Yeah, I'm working on it.
0: Seventeen for me. Twenty four. Man, that's my boy Boca right there. Um oh hold up. I have to. I need to. I need to roll another D twenty because I have advantage for stuff like this. Not like it made a difference. Um, Boca. Uh, based on what you've, what Boca's known, uh, he's he's being very perceptive uh, because he's got to protect his little buddy. Um, and as uh, he doesn't really see anything, but he's been on pretty high alert. Um, uh, and the rest of the night is uneventful as the morning comes. Uh, the rain is still at its steady pace. It's not really heavy, uh, but it's just, you know, a lot drizzle, um, for through the rest of the day. Uh, as the rest of you wake up that we're not on third watch, um, Stormfang has still remained in her panther form. Uh, she has not bothered to leave it. She's decided to stay in it. Well, uh, we already know, so yeah. Well, I'm just kind of letting everybody know. So, um, She's going to tell you that um, with all the activity going on, uh, sometimes that uh, there are creatures and beasts in the jungle that will feed on the dead. And uh, so luckily that none of those had came throughout the night because they were there would be a smorgasbord and we could be stuck up here for days if that was the case, unless we decided to travel through the trees. So um, she's going to hop down and she tells you uh, it'll be about half a day before you get to Firefinger. So um, if you guys are wanting to, if you've got any type of rations, if you're going to try to hunt something for breakfast, um, I don't know how you guys want to um, go about doing this. It's completely up to you.
1: Um, I want to jump down and see if I can't see what kind of tracks or not, not jump down, I guess, but. Uh, I want to see if what kind of tracks were muddling around in the bushes.
0: All right. So, um, well, you know that there's two different things going on. So are you wanting to check out both, like look for both or just what came and grabbed a body? Um,
1: I mean, I'll check, I'll check both out, but I'm going to go see what grabbed a body first. I mean, as long as I'm able to do that.
0: All right. That's fine. Um, yeah, try to track them. Well, just
1: see if I can't tell if it was humanoid footprints or beast or
0: all right, go ahead and roll me a perception as you're going through, looking through. Hey, nice. Yes. Roll that one. I love it. Um, you can't find anything. The rain has really muddied up. A lot of the, the grounds really soaked up a lot of the rain and kind of made where it was really muddy and whatnot. Um, uh, you don't really find anything that sticks out to you. You're beginning to think that maybe whatever took this might be pretty good at hunting and covering its tracks. Okay. Uh, anybody else? What, are you, what are you? Anybody else going to cook a breakfast, hunt anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going I'm to cook some breakfast, obviously. And I
3: guess uh, maybe uh, Boca knows about it. He's going to go try to check them out, too. He'll do a survival check to see. Or you want perception?
0: Uh, perception, because you're looking for them right now. I mean, it's raining throughout the night.
3: okay hold on damn it i'm still new to this
0: joe is typing roll damn. b20 plus damn it you put a space damn in it, it didn't you yep <laughs> i'm
1: just
3: all i'm doing is hitting
1: and there's adding myself yeah.
3: yay okay. um probably don't find anything with that
0: uh, <laughs> uh, yeah there. actually you do it's not that hard Hmm. Uh, you know, Nixel just had a one, Um uh, so you're getting to, and you can see light impressions of, uh, these feet and, uh, there's three toes and it's almost like they, whatever it was, was on the, um, running like almost on its, the balls right beneath its toes and whatever they are, they, uh, this Strides between them might be a foot. So whatever it was, was obviously running and there's three of them. And uh, now you can roll me a survival.
3: Okay.
0: Yay. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, that's about all Boca can tell you. Um, uh-huh. as, as you and Exor are sitting there looking at the body, um, you know that there was three of whatever these lizards were. And uh, two of them managed to take a bite out of the thigh and the leg, like the calf of this body. And uh, you can see where the chunk that they bit out are actually laying on the ground beside it. So whatever had bit into this did not like the taste of it. Um, Also, Boca, to back up to see what uh, what Karim had seen, um, the thing he was... he noticed, as you're kind of, kind of like going through the forest, found these tracks, you pick up on the other one. It was running parallel down the path, basically, that you guys are going on. And it's off about 30 feet from the path.
3: As if it may have been hunting us?
0: Uh, no, it It just seems like it was just gradually just walking by. Oh, okay. So, And uh, the tracks, do they look similar? No, no. They are... Um, they are more, they're like four toes, and they they actually have complete footprints. Uh, why don't we uh, ask the cat lady what she thinks? Oh, okay. You want to ask her? Yeah, because she's
3: our guide. I mean, I'm assuming Boca probably say something in Goblin.
0: Well, she wasn't too concerned <laughs> about it. Uh, oh, he's like, yeah. i yep. uh, <laughs> to translate. Her? <laughs> she she's not too concerned about it. She, she's very focused on getting to Firefinger. Um, you go down, she goes down there. She you pull, call her over to where you see where these tracks intersect. And she tells you, um, she points to the smaller ones and she said, she calls them compy. Um, you know, you seen a little bitty dinosaurs from Jurassic park that eat people alive. Yep. Yep. That's what these are. Uh, she tells you that, uh, they usually they send, um, Basically, Seekers out and they hunt in packs, much like the uh, undead horde that we had faced. Uh, she tells you these tracks. The bigger ones, she tells you um, Lizardmen, what we fought on the ship. Ah, So, and uh, this one's on its own. So, she she's very confused why it would be by itself out, out in this jungle. They um, don't work for the uh, flying people, do they? No, no, no. They weren't attacking they- each other.
3: During the uh, final show, Well, yeah, so. I knew that. I didn't know if maybe there was a tribe that may have, you know, sided with them or anything like that. So it's, it's like a racial thing almost.
0: Mm-mm. She she tells you that um, the leader might have taken him over much like he tried Nexel and sent him out to find us. Oh, OK. She kind of just, you know, kind of shrugs her shoulders like it's a possibility. Um, Theodore, are you doing anything?
1: uh just taking rations out and eating some rations for breakfast
0: okay what about you caladir uh
2: i'm just gonna i don't know i'm just gonna hang around with them just see if there's anything i can help with
3: you want to learn about dinosaurs with
2: us i do yes i do Oh, so you can walk
0: out there with her and uh, she'll basically kind of learn what they did. Um, she kind of rushes everybody uh, up with this. Like, you guys might, you know, take an hour, hour and a half, like, in the morning before you head out. Like, after she checks these traps out uh, the tracks, she's, like, ready to go. So, she's, uh... She I'm goes, ready when she is. Yeah, she goes and she takes the rest of her gear down out of the tree and she's, like, you know, Let's go, you know, the quicker we can get there, the better. She's really, she tells you, you know, the, if we can surprise them, we're better off.
3: So do we need to like, uh, try to sneak up
0: on them? I mean, I'm gonna ask what her plan is. She says, um, I've only seen the tower. I have no clue what's there. She's like, but if I can sneak into it, she's like, that's what I prefer. She's like, ah, these towers are old. They've. They they they're, they used to be everywhere. You know, it's a signaling tower, and I, I don't. I've never been in one. This is the only one that's left. So, uh, but yeah, she's packing up her stuff and going. So, if you're doing anything, you either stay here or you hurry up and pack your stuff up and go. Uh, yeah, I'm getting ready. Did anybody make a fire this morning? No. What she would put it out. Okay, so, um...
1: I mean, I guess I did, because I would have cooked something.
0: Yeah, yeah, she will not allow that. Uh, Any cooking of meat brings off a scent, and you're just drawing predators in. Um, okay, so, we need a traveling order. Obviously, she is going to take the lead by about 20 feet ahead of everybody um Caladir, are you going to stay close or are you going to lead or are you going to pick up the rear uh, i'll uh, be all back okay uh what about you nexel
1: um i'll turn invisible and uh i'll kind of scout up there with uh all right. uh not not with her but off the back just a little bit kind of in between the group and her
0: all right. Um, what about you, fat here on Boca? Are you riding Boca? Oh, of course. Okay. Cause he'll I'm assuming st- it's going to be pretty tall stuff. So Yeah, Boca is going to be in the... Well, there's a beaten path here. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it's easy to make out. Um, Theodore, what about you? Well, me and Boca making out then. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Can I make out? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll be in front of everybody else.
0: Quit staring at me and Boca. so you're going to be in front of Boca and fat hill all right Uh, that way i've got a order lined out that i've got her right down here um okay nexel you are hidden correct yep I'm, i'm invisible and that lasts for an hour i can just do it all right um as you guys take off um you guys notice that unless you can uh unless you want to look for um Stormfang, she kind of dips off in the brushes off the side of the path and kind of takes a more hidden approach as you guys take off towards Firefinger. Um you can look for her if you want, but she's doing it to kind of hide herself while she's ahead of you guys. And she'll tell you that. That way if something comes your way, maybe she can get the jump on it. It gets the jump on you. Um, is anybody wanting to do anything during this March or are you guys like her and just ready to get up there? I'm, be, I, I'm
3: riding Boca, I'm looking around like different trees and birds or whatever I see.
0: Anybody else?
1: I'm not really. I'm just trying to scout. Like, I guess my, uh, I have a 17 passive, so I guess just let
0: me know if I notice anything. All right, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, Nexel's passive is a 17. Theodore's, what's yours?
1: My passive? Yeah. Uh, what is that, a 10 plus your wisdom modifier?
0: Pretty much, unless you got perception as a skill.
2: Uh, yeah,
0: that's just 11. Oh, no. Uh, 12. All right. Uh, Fat Hill, what is yeah. uh, you and Boca's?
3: Okay, so it's... Uh... Perception plus 10, right? Uh, so Vokas is 15 and I've got a 9 in perception, so is my 19? Yes. Okay, I got 19.
0: And then Vocus is what? 15. Okay, and then Terum. I mean, uh, Kaladir, 9. As expected, alright. Yep. Um, so, um, you, you guys are walking down this path, and, uh, every time it comes to a fork in the road, um, as technical, she will make herself known. She'll walk back out and she'll say, this way, and she'll take you to the left. And Then, you know, you'll walk for 30, 45 minutes, and, and it'll fork again and she'll go like, this way, and then she'll go off to the right and whatnot. Um, you guys are just blindly following her, or are you going to try to ask questions about where you're going or what?
1: Oh, no, no. I don't, I won't blindly follow anybody except for Paylor. And, uh, I'll, I'll ask her kind of, you know, what, how she's noticing things. Um, and if she's not actively tracking, I'll actually talk to her about, you know, how she kind of picked up her fighting style and
0: things like that. Cause I, I notice she fights like I do. Okay. Uh, She doesn't, she is not interested about talking about how you fight. Okay. Um, She tells you that she's actually been here and she tracked them down once they uh, ruined her last expedition and needed to make sure she knew the location of this tower before she uh, actually went and found somebody to help her. So she does know where it's at. Um, She tells you Firefinger is known through a lot of maps back in uh, Port Nanzaru she's but a lot of people know not to approach it, and I've never been there and so I wanted to get a lay out of the land before I come back so so she does know where she's going um if you're wanting to try to take have her take a different approach, you can try to persuade her, but she's pretty hell bent on where she's going
1: oh no i'm I mean she's our guide, so.
0: I'm going to trust her. All right. Uh, anybody else?
3: I mean, I'm just looking around while I'm riding Boca.
0: So, uh, Boca is very alert. Crossbow all whipped out. Like he's very paying attention. Uh, Theodore Caladir, No questions. No, just following. No. All right. Um, I imagine we're trying to stay quiet. I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to uh, roll a stealth, you can, which you're invisible. So no one sees you anyways. Right. Um, and that lasts an hour, correct?
1: Well, I mean, I can stay indefinitely until it's bright.
0: OK, that's fine. Uh, that's Sean trying to be quiet with a nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Joe, you know, Theodore. Noah, why not? That's Boca. boca. Right? Yeah. Well, Boca's <laughs> the only one that needs one. Look at this! This is—he's so found a way to cheat this uh, digital. Algorithm. This is hacks. Yeah, he, he's he's cheating. There's somehow he's cheating. He's I think something. he's
3: one of them pro members or some bullshit.
0: Yeah, no, he—he's he, just rolling like plus.
1: He just like put plus seventeen to everything.
3: No, and and hides it with the macro, makes it look like a three.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> okay, so uh, wow. Look at um, Kaladir's stealth. Um, That's pretty impressive. It's over uh, a
3: million. Yeah, the game can't even find him.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm (laughs) telling you, right? Like he found Gary Gary Gygax found him from beyond the grave. Okay, so um, we're going to go ahead and speed this up. I will roll some randomness with this dice to see if any counters come out on the chart. Um. So the rest of your journey is pretty clear. Uh, Once you get to a certain spot, um, you've probably been traveling for about five and a half hours now. Uh, She tells you she asked you guys to halt, and uh, she's going to climb to see how close that you are to Firefinger because she knows you have to be getting close. Uh, The entire time it's continuing to drizzle. It's really kind of uh, laid off the heat that you guys have experienced over, you know, the course of almost a 10 day that you've been here. Uh, she is going to start scaring up a tree. Um, Boca is going to be on the lookout. Uh, what is everybody else doing? Um,
1: I'm going to kind of just fortify down here. If she's going to go up top. I'm going to make sure. Kind of scout scout around, make sure nobody's fucking
0: around down here. Alright. Caladir.
2: I'm gonna hold. I'm not great at stealthing, so.
0: Are you sure that um that last roll was pretty awesome? No. Uh, I'll
1: actually if she's going up to kind of scout, I'll hit her with bless. Like give her just like an extra D four of, of uh,
0: uh, she'll tell you that's not necessary. Okay. I mean, she's pretty good at climbing. Uh she's a cat.
1: No, I mean like perception or whatever.
0: She tells you if you try to explain to her. She tells you trust me. Uh, it, it won't be needed. She said just just come with me. Oh, she will oh, oh. come with me. So uh, um, okay, so go ahead and roll me a um, athletics and climb up a tree. Well, how tall is it? I can go fifty five uh, feet. If oh okay yeah you yeah you can do that yeah no problem. Um. So, you climb up to the trap of this tree, and you can automatically see what she's looking for. And uh, as you do, it's this giant stone column. And it looks like, uh, from a distance, it looks like it's pretty high. And at the top is this large fire that just roars throughout the rain. And uh, you're kind of amazed because you've never seen something this tall in your entire life. Like it, it boggles your mind. This thing is hundreds of feet tall and, uh, and it just sticks out, out of, you know, out of the forest. Uh, you can tell off to the side there's a, you might see a, a little bit of a, a, a small mountain range and this thing still towers above it. Is it,
1: does it look like maybe it was made for giants?
0: Um, in a, uh, Rune Lords type of sense? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But uh, if you want to reference that from another game, yeah, kind of in a way it's, it's pretty big. Like I said, uh, you can't tell. uh, you, You can tell just from here. The size of it is ungodly. You've climbed a tree that is 70 feet tall. And this thing towers over the canopy. If you were to look straight across from where you're at and you figure you'll probably be there within the next 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me a perception while you're up there. Right. Fucking goddammit. Ooh, a 10? Okay. Um, you're looking around. Because you rolled you a 12. No, I rolled a 3. No, you rolled a D12, Kyle. Oh. God. It tells you what you rolled. I can't see that. Oh. There, there you go. No. Okay, a 20. Okay. God
1: only knows how many times I've hit a 12 besides a 20.
0: Um, from here, uh, as you're sitting there watching and she's pointing out the tower and whatnot, and, uh, she kind of really gives gives you the story of Firefinger and, uh, how these things were all throughout Chult before the spell plague hit. And once the spell plague hit, it destroyed a lot of the magic that held these things upright. And this is the last one that actually completely stands its full length. Uh, that's, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, this is the only one that stands. And basically, they're signal towers. And depending on what was going on, uh, whoever was at the tower would throw a different type of powder into uh, For the, the fire smoke itself. Yes. To produce a different color of flame and smoke to tell the next tower, basically. It's like the towers of Gondor, you know, yeah. and rings, pretty much. She says this is the only one that's still fully erect. I'm fully erect. Yeah, fully erect. <laughs> nice. Heart of stone. So um, she scurries down the tree and she tells every one of you guys, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. If we keep up our pace, we'll be there. Um, The one thing you do notice next while you're climbing down with your perception is uh, because she was looking really hard at something and she didn't say anything. But you, um, as she's starting to leave out in the distance, you see more of these um, terra folk. Flying off from the back side of the tower from where you're at,
1: yeah, and they're
0: flying at towards the top, and you kind of see them coming from the horizon.
1: I'll, um, I'll ask her if that's going to be a problem.
0: Um, she says, uh, definitely, this is their home. Well, let's give them a problem. She says, uh, that she kind of smiles for what you take a cat to be smiling, and she says, that is what we're going to do.
3: <laughs>
1: she uh, well, uh
0: bear, she bears her teeth at me and i get scared <laughs> yeah pretty you much
3: t- you take it as a sign of aggression and attack <laughs>
0: yeah so uh so she tells you guys you know if you can keep up the pace we'll be there soon um she tells you as we get closer yeah. if there's anything that you need to prepare yourselves with before we begin this assault uh She's like, you know, please say something and we'll hold the line. So. uh, No one's got any qualms. Uh, She pushes the pace and within about 50 minutes, uh, you're you're almost at the base of this tower. And uh, as you're on ground level, um, she's already she's shown herself by now. She's not even tried to hide. Uh. You four who did not see the Tower of Firefinger with Nexel or Stormfang, you see this um, giant stone building that rises up to the canopy. fully Uh, erect. Yes, fully erect. Uh, From here, it looks to be about 40 to 50 foot wide. And... um, you can't see any type of opening from where you're at and you're probably about a good 50 60 feet from it and about the time as you're getting closer the rain starts to die down and as it does she kind of lets out a growl like she's agitated
1: i i ask her why she gets she's mad
0: uh she tells you the rain provides good cover Oh, that is true. And uh, it wreaks habit w- when they fly. And uh, if we have to go to the top, that's to their advantage. So, um, so she tells you if you're going to prepare anything, this would be the time. So start with uh, the order here on the bottom of the screen. Nixel, are you casting any spell or whatnot before you take off?
1: Um, I'm going to cast, um, t- 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 oh, fuck, what's it called? Um. Right. Now, what what's it called, like,
0: not. While he's looking it up, we'll move on to Kaladir. Cast yeah. any spells or anything, Kaladir? I don't think so. Death Ward. Death Ward. Alright, uh, Boca and Fat Hill.
3: I think we're good, man. I mean, we don't have any spells or anything. I mean, we've got our crossbows loaded and ready to rot. All right, Theodore.
0: Shield ready. All right. So uh she starts to approach and she um she motions to the right and she goes around towards the left. Um she will point at Caladir and Nexel to come with her, and then she motions the other three of you guys to the right. Um, does anybody so, have any issues with that?
1: I was about to say it sounds like she has a plan. I mean
0: anybody else? Uh yeah, she knows where
3: everything is. Let's let her let her go.
0: Well, she's kind of you can tell she's like basically going to circle this place, and it doesn't seem like it would take much to do so. Um Alright, so um, high, we're going to go with the side to the right, lower the side to the left. Whoa, that would be a uh, D100, which will work, so we're going to go with the left, so Nexel Kaladir, and Stormfang. Um You guys start to wrap around the left side of the building, and uh, roll me a Perception. Uh, 20. Uh, Okay, let me roll for her real fast. Oh, okay. he got a
3: negative one. I was like, how the hell did you get 12? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> are, are,
0: are you not surprised by that yet? <laughs> That's actually pretty good for me. Yeah, that is actually really good for him. Um, So you guys are kind of looking around and whatnot. Um, Caladir, high or low? No. All right. Um, you are looking up in the trees as she is, and you start to notice some bodies that are mangled up in the branches. Um, Some of them and the branches probably start about a good 20 feet as you're looking up. And uh, some of these still have flesh attached to them, and some of them have rotted to nothing but bone and, uh, whatever type of, like, clothing they were wearing. Uh, Nexel, you notice as you're going around, you start to, uh, something, you you step on something that's kind of, uh, like, pushes into the ground as you're looking down. A landmine? Uh, No, not a landmine. Uh, you notice that, um, You've stepped on moss, and it is covering covering up a skeleton.
1: Oh, uh, are, so these things that are hanging up—I mean, when I kind of take it as a uh, like well, a scare like scarecrows? Basically, oh, no, 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 no. no,
0: You haven't seen anything up. You're finding what's down, while they have found what's up. I got gotcha. you. So I don't,
1: I don't know what's up yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, because you but, know what's down. When, yeah. When yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what's down when Does they. It, uh, when they're when they're finding that is when you make that step and you look down, Nexel. Okay. What was you saying, Uh
2: Does it look like that she's trying to be quiet, or are we just kind of walking in there?
0: Uh, you can tell right now she's just walking right up. She's not trying to hunker down and be quiet about nothing.
2: Okay, well, I'm going to ask her about the bodies. Like, um, like are these just people that have explored here that the, uh, you know, that they've killed, or I mean, do you know what's going on here? Um, like she... I'll kind of point up to the bodies up in the trees.
0: She tells you that the stories and legends that surround the terra folk of Firefinger is that when they sacrifice their captives to their their demon lizard god, that they throw them from the tower.
2: that would explain it.
0: So, uh, as that's what she tells you and Nexel as your guys are kind of taking this in. And uh, like I said, uh Caladir, you know you look like you see some of these bodies that like I said still have flesh attached to them, and then you're seeing like skeletons that'll hang from the tree um as you guys are walking around and you'll start to notice that there are bodies like buried underneath moss and whatnot um and as you're looking around, you'll see like maybe fifteen twenty feet away, like uh behind a tree, you'll see like an arm and a head sticking out, and uh. And it, it looks like it had been thrown. And it hit the ground, and it's it's a fresher body. So you're starting to notice this as you guys are looking around.
2: Now the bodies that actually have flesh attached still, like are they like Choltons? Like can I tell if they're Choltons?
0: Uh, m- m- some of them are Choltons. Uh, you noticed a couple humans, and occasionally you'll see like an elf or a dwarf.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, as you're she you're kind of gathering that the, these guys are probably explorers, adventurers, stuff like that.
2: Um, next, I'll kind of ask you, like, I mean, do you, th- should we pray over them? I mean,
1: um, if, if I'm seeing what I feel like is desecrated dead, I will be silently saying prayers as I like mumbling
2: just very quietly. Well, I'll well, kind of bring that up to you. Cause I'm trying to mimic you, you know, towards your cleric ways, you know, yeah. since I'm trying to get closer to paylor.
0: Okay, so by desecrated, what do you mean?
2: Like, uh... Okay, um...
1: In my religion, if you string somebody up as, you know, like like a dead person, if you string somebody up, it it's not looked at in a good light.
0: Okay, I got you. Like, almost like these guys are kind of prepared for sacri- sacrificial reasons or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, these guys don't look like they've got any type of marking or whatnot on them. Like they've just been tossed from the top of this place.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, That's just kind of what it looks like. All right. So we're going our, um, and the thing you've noticed is these guys have been stripped of anything like a value. There's no armor on them. Um, even the fresher bodies, not like even a ring is on one of them. It's just down to like trousers and tunics and boots and stuff like that. Um so we're going to go back over to the right side with Caram, uh Theodore and Boca. Um as you guys make your other way around the si- the base of Firefinger, um something really catches your attention, um guys, and you see a makeshift wooden ladder. Okay. Is it like uh, propped up against it? Uh it actually it looks like it's attached to the rock wall. Oh, sweet. So we'll look Rob's around
3: there. it and see if there's like anybody guarding it or anything. Of course, no, 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 these no. guys fly, but.
0: No, there's nobody down here but you guys. Um, uh, <clears throat> oh, I guess we're going to climb the ladder. Well, no one has went to the backside yet. Mm-hmm. This is where you're at. Like you approach from the front. This is both mm-hmm. of you guys getting around to the sides. Uh, okay, so I
3: guess we'll just continue on to meet the uh, other group on the backside then.
0: Okay. Um, Theodore and Karim, go ahead and roll me perception uh joe i'll go ahead and roll bocas for him and you just add what he needs to add which he wrote crap
3: yep uh let's see for perception that would be a 10 and Ten. let's Ten. see 19 for uh, Karim.
0: all right um Well, um, and you're still riding Boca, correct?
3: Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Once we get here, I'm getting down because if combat gets in there, you know, I don't want to like hold him down or anything.
0: All right. I need you to pick high or low for Boca.
3: Uh, he'd probably be high because I'm low to the ground. So I'd always be looking low and he'd be looking in the higher.
0: All right. So, um, as you guys are kind of checking out this ladder and whatnot, um, he, uh, says And he snatches you up off the ground and kind of dodges out of the way as this body comes crashing through the canopy and slams into the ground right where Boka was standing. That was rude.
3: Uh, How's the guy look?
0: Dead. Uh, He is (laughs) splattered. I mean, the blood's starting to pull out from underneath him. Uh, He's got some twigs buried in, in him, like impaled inside of him. He's got leaves all... Like yep. add it up on him. Actually uh,
3: the the minute I see this, I'm actually gonna hide, to be honest. Yeah. Uh
0: so you just start running off to like some foliage to hide in. Yep. Go ahead and roll me a stealth. Uh, Theodore, what are you doing? <laughs>
1: <sighs> uh, I'm gonna look up round, see if anybody else is flying around, I
0: guess. Uh well you UC is canopy. You can't see the sky. That's how thick the canopy is. Okay. Uh, yeah, this guy I'm just... Be, go ahead. I'm just going to be in defensive mode and uh, try to do a little bit of stealthing myself. Not very good at it, but just to be on the safe side. So you're going to try to hide it as well. Uh yeah. Boca is all pointing up with his guns and... Well, his guns uh, his crossbow like he's looking for something to come out of the canopy. Um back to the left side, uh Caladir and Nexel and Stormfang, uh, you guys start to make your way around the back side of this, and so far you have seen nothing, but as you continue to walk, you see a dead body at Boca's feet, which you heard him say, you know, look, look, look. I don't know if you guys went running or not. Are any of these bodies, like, eaten on or anything like that? No, not that you noticed, no. But like I said, you're starting to make your way around the backside, and you hear Boca shouting.
1: Yeah. Is it still, um, like, overcast? Like, is it still, like, dim, like, not sunny? Like, can I still stay invisible?
0: Uh, yeah, you can still, like, the canopy doesn't let a whole lot of sunlight through. Cool. That helps me. So, I mean, you just get peaks of it here and there. Um, and it de- and it doesn't really help against the heat, but uh, yeah, you guys hear him shouting, and as you're coming around the corner, he's pointing up in the canopy with his crossbow, and there's a fresh body below him, and the pool of blood is steadily like. <sighs> nothing. I don't.
3: Well, I mean, I, I'm going to ask that lady if they come and make sure that the guy's dead or anything. I mean, I, are they going to come down here?
0: Uh, you asked Stormfang that. I, I'm guessing they're up top. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she says I, I don't know. She's like I, I've I, I don't know. We we can wait and find out. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I guess you come out of hiding, or you. Yeah, just, yeah. I'll come out know, of hiding. I'm gonna point to the ladder. Uh, she's gonna guess no, due to the canopy. They. She thinks that they won't risk that. Because the canopy would slow down any escape they wanted to make. That's her guess.
3: Okay. Well, I'll suggest we go up the ladder and get what we came here because there's no other doors. There's just a ladder, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, that ladder. Yeah. And you guys, as you come around to Boca, you see that there's a ladder in front of you attached to the wall. Uh, Kyle, are you out of the game? No, I'm here. I was to say you're not on my screen. Uh, maybe it's just me. Um, so you guys are going to start to climb the ladder. Yep. All right. Um, she's going to go first. Are you guys going to stay in the order that you guys were in? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just make it simple. All right. Um, okay. Uh, she climbs first. Uh, you guys going to let her get so far ahead or you guys going to like immediately go right behind her. Uh, I'll, I guess that's an evoxel. you Nexel. I mean, you're right behind her. I'll, uh,
1: I'll back her up. I'm assuming once I break canopy, it, it, if it's not rainy, then I'm going to become visible. But I'm, I mean, I'll back her up.
0: All right. So are you guys just one w- going up one after the other? No space.
3: Uh and Boca is going to space out.
0: Okay. Uh, you're not going to ride him up the ladder. Or you're gonna- <clears throat> no. No we should we should leave six feet in between all of us yeah that's 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 yeah that's just safe all right so you're you're <laughs> not riding Boca, right carol no okay so uh she climbs up the ladder and nexel you you let her get about six feet ahead of you and uh
1: that, that way that way she can't get me sick <laughs>
0: okay gotcha. social distancing. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Um, that's just responsible uh, and as you're watching her, she climbs this ladder and she uh, gets ahead of you and disappears into the canopy. You've been listening to the last Haven on Left podcast brought to you by The Villains Man. If you like our podcast, please give us a rating and subscribe. You can visit us at www.thevillainsman.com. You can like us on Facebook and follow us at Villainsman on Twitter. If you like this music that you're listening to, please visit tabletopaudio.com. Thanks for listening and keep the dice rolling, guys. Okay. Everybody good? Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody, uh, even though you got a microphone, remember speak up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> though that was a that was horrible. <laughs> you were uh, you were inside me. Literally, that's what it <laughs> sounded like. <laughs> Am I am I coming in okay or what? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Okay. So, I mean, I, Sean is the guy that I'm worried about. Sean put it inside your
2: butt. <laughs>